Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Truman's Town Hall with your host, Matt Truman. Hey, everybody. Thank you for watching this video. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, all that jazz. Today with me is the Red Rooster. We're going to bring on our guest for the evening. Mr. Damon Appel. Um, Mr. Appel is the founder of the Ohio Election Forum and Church of the Exempted and the man of many protests. Mr. Appel, thank you for joining us here on Truman's Town Hall. Good to be here. Thanks, Matt. So, First, uh, I wanted to uh, show everyone and uh, announce, I, I guess this, this may be an exclusive, uh, well, at least for a few of us, but uh, tonight on 60 Minutes, our president, the great one, Joe Biden announced that the pandemic is over. <laughs> so. Who did you just say that guy was? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's some of our president. Well, he's he's the president of the United States. Um, uh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> well, that's been a fun thing. Uh, if For those who have seen the Ohio Election Forum interviews I did with the uh, Republican State Central Committee candidates, I asked them all that. We had some great stinger questions. Uh, some fun responses, uh, unexpected. So um, that's always a great question to ask someone. Who is the president right now, right? Right. Yeah. It, it, no one, you know, we would, uh, I think you guys are in a relatively close age group to me, right? Um, I don't think when we were young we would ever have thought that there would be a legitimate reason for us to ask that question and say, I don't know. <laughs> I know there's a guy who got a lot of votes. It was pretty popular. And there is the guy in there right now, and he was nowhere near as popular. And there's a lot of funny stuff going on, you know. <laughs> so anyway. Definitely. Um, so let let's start with this. Give us a little background about yourself. Tell us who you are and what you've been doing. You you, you are the founder the Ohio election forum and it, and it gets a lot of buzz. Um, I've been following it for a little while. So, yeah. So, um, I'm Damon Appel. I'm just an everyday guy, right. Who, um, like so many of us, uh, just looked at what was happening in 2020, 2021. And said, you know, there's gotta be something, gotta do something more about it. We cannot, cannot just sit back and let this be our lives, right? To be, right. Um, to be slaves to a government gun amok, you know, in the freest country in the world. Uh, but, you know, I'm Damon Appel. I guess this is a, this might be a little bit of a bomb show for some of your viewers. Uh, there's a lot of people know, some people who don't, but I'm actually no longer in Ohio. Um, mm. The um, this summer, uh, after that, uh, after the campaign that I did uh, for Attorney uh, General, I went to see my mom in Florida, and uh, she's thinking, you know, age is sitting in, and needed one to have someone close to her that she could trust. Yeah, you know. Sure. So, um, so within the last couple of weeks, I'm actually now, uh, 
I've gotten real governor from, <laughs> from <laughs> right, Ron right. Sanders. But, but, you know, it's a strange thing because my heart still belongs in Ohio. Um, sure. And I, I made so many connections and I'm still passionate about what's happening there. I mean, uh, I think we're going to be talking about DeWine and all this stuff. It's, it's incredible to me, Matt. Uh, Wayland to see you know to see Red Rooster should I should I call you Red Rooster <laughs> Red I'll call you Red so you know it's amazing to me to see all these people that I was on the street some of them on the streets with I mean you right. know spending right. time of our own lives after work taking t- I took a lot of time off work because I didn't want work to say oh well you know wait a minute you were you know you were skipping out on business. No, I took tons of days off, tons of afternoons off to do these protests and everything in 2021. And I probably did over over a hundred of them, some I ran. And um, and to see some of those same people that I was out in the street with. And now it's almost like I want to say the gall of them to actually say, well, you know, you better vote for DeWine because you don't want Whaley in there. It's like, right, really? Uh, you know, that's not what, you know, I might be in Florida now, but I'll tell you one thing. If I was still there in Ohio on November 8th, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be flicking the lever for the guy who, the guy who made us wear masks, shut down businesses. Uh, you know, I'm actually very perturbed about this man. <laughs> very perturbed. No. I'm sure you get more questions for me. What was the, I can go on tangents. So why don't you, well, uh, what what I'll do real quick is let me share something with everybody just to remind them what you're talking about. Dr. Acton, who has done such a, a phenomenal job, uh, just signed an Ohio health director's order. Dr. Acton just signed a stay-at-home order for all Ohioans. Other states have referred to this as shelter in place. We prefer stay at home. Uh, either one, it's, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. And that order will be up online shortly. You'll have the opportunity to look at it. But let me just start by saying that there really is nothing in that order that we have not already been talking about. There's nothing in that order uh, that I have not been asking you to do for the last week or so. So that's that's Mike Dewan. That's that's who we have uh, have elected the first time, and now folks are are really going to go back and elect this guy a second time. I I don't get it. You just recently did an interview with uh, a, a couple of folks, or or one person, Marshall Usher. Is that right? Yes, yes, good guy. Yeah, great guy. And he's a write-in candidate. So what was your experience with that? Well, you know, it's funny because I just mentioned, you know, I was moving a couple weeks ago. So I had taken a week and a half off roughly. And uh, money's tight. So I actually got the cheapest way I could do it, which was a high-roof cargo van. And I had to return it to Ohio, but it was kind of cool. I got to go down with my buddy, go down to Florida, drop my stuff off, storage locker, head back north, right? And then drive down in my car. Got a couple friends of mine, including, uh, well, they're kind of, both of them are now kind of involved in the Ohio election forum. And they're both in the Delaware area, which is where um, uh, Lewis Center, uh, which is where uh, 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 Matthew Usher lives. And uh, Marshall Usher, sorry, Marshall Usher lives. Um, and um, and so I really went out of my way trying to schedule that. I want to, like, you know, I don't know if I'll be able to do a lot more interviews the way I did. And if that's sure. the last one, I wanted that be the one, you know, because, uh, you know, and, and think of this. Think of this. This is a guy who doesn't have to do this, right? Doesn't have to do this, you know. Put put yourself out there, you know. I know what this is kind of like because I went for the uh, independent candidacy for uh, attorney general because you know I couldn't believe that 
January, no one stood up. I thought, well, there has to be some lawyer who's going to stand up and go against Yost. I mean, Yost is just as much, just at Yost and LaRose, Secretary right. of State LaRose. They are just as much responsible for what DeWine did in 2020 going into 21. And Yost, most of all, I mean, you know, he's the top cop in the state. Right. Mm -hmm. He's the one who, sh who should have been issuing statements saying, no, you're not going to close your business. No, you're not going to force your employees to put this on their face. You're, this is unconstitutional. And uh, Governor DeWine, I'm independently elected. I'm sorry you don't get to do this, Republican or not. You know, um, so. <laughs> but Marshall, Marshall, yeah. Um, I mean, Greyhead on his shoulders, pretty sharp on his responses and everything. And I've interviewed quite a few people now to know. Uh, yeah. He's right there really thinking about this. And it boggles my mind. And we just talked about this. It boggles my And you saw and you played the video. You played the video of Mike DeWine in prime tyrant mode, right? Certainly. And, and you know, and it's this. I won't gentle. forget that. Yeah, I don't I, forget I, it. I, I won't it's forget a, that. It's this gentle, like, you know, Weasley kind of like, well, you know, we've been talking about this. And, uh, well, now it's a lot, you know, now it's an order. Now it's an order. It's here. You know, we prefer yeah. to call it stay at home. Some people call it lockdown. But, you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot like politicians today, um, <laughs> left wing politicians, if I will, saying, yeah. you know, well, yeah. We're just we're we're not going to call them pedophiles. We're we're going to call them um, minor attracted people. You know, it, it's it's to that level of sickness, in my opinion. But that's just me. Yeah. What say you, Red Rooster? Well, we're talking about Dewine here a little bit. Is it true that Trump divorced him, or am I reading the wrong information? No, Trump just endorsed. DeWine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that blows my mind. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'd rather have Trump than what we've got now, but he's endorsing some, some people that I wouldn't think that he would have endorsed, and DeWine's one of them. I, that's right. Off, but, well, there's uh, there's one thing with Donald Trump that, that still bothers me. He's, in my opinion, he's Operation Warp Speed, right? And he when he comes out, and says, you know, that was a mistake. I shouldn't have did all that. I went a little too far. Then maybe he might get reelected. Until then, I don't know. But well, he, yeah. he's endorsed mine, and then also JD Vance that said he was a, a never Trumper. So all these little and Frank LaRose and Frank LaRose, all these little backdoor deals. Something is going on that seems odd. So I mean, I don't get it, but. Hey, rather have Trump than what we've got right now. Which well, you would, know, this is a he's running. Yeah. Well, you know, this is a weird thing, right? Like, still support Trump, right? Still support Trump from the standpoint of what he did for the nation in terms of the year one through three, right? Twenty sixteen mm -hmm. through or twenty seventeen through uh, twenty nineteen. But um, but you know uh, um. Man, we were talking in the pre-roll, right, like about the uh, uh, candidates gathering uh, down in Brookville uh, last weekend of April, right? And, right. And uh, if you remember, I had, a, uh, I had a Trump magnet and I threw it on the floor and I said, hey, I'm not, I'm not his servant. I serve Jesus Christ. You know, and, and here's the thing. And the reason I was so upset then was because the endorsement that Trump did not have to do in any shape or form was the endorsement of Attorney General Dave Yost. And I thought, how funny is this? Here's a guy, and it turned out I got probably over 1,800 signatures. Um, at the time, I had counted 1,700, and then, you know, a couple weeks later, found, oh, here's a few more, here's a few, a few more. And most of them, to be honest, I mean, it was a godsend. I mean, like, I'd been making a lot of campaign speeches, been everywhere, actually made my, <laughs> drove my health into the gutter um, uh, going after that weekend. But um, 
but most of those signatures, probably 1,400 of them, I got in the last week. You know, had I been able to be in longer. Yeah, and, and um, you know, got a comment on there. Frank LaRose was endorsed. But I think the funny thing is, is I made a uh, I made an appointment with the Secretary of State office for Monday the 4th, right? Uh, Monday the 2nd. Monday the 2nd to take my signatures in at 2.30 p.m., right? And I made that appointment for like Tuesday at noon or something like that on the PC at home, right? The right. next day, the next day, I think it was, was when Trump endorsed Yoast. Mm. And I thought, wow, they're that scared. They're that scared that they run to Papa Trump, right? <laughs> to get sure. an endorsement. You know, for, you know, I mean, come on, you know, I'm an independent. I've got a long shot here. And, and you're that afraid that you want to, you want to cut, my last three days of getting signatures. I just thought that was amazing. Whoever, if it's not Trump, whoever's in charge of the endorsements is definitely part of the swamp. I mean, I, I don't understand how you could say it any other way. Vance? I mean, you know, let's let's look at, look at some of these other ones, right? Mike DeWine, okay, I could see... I wouldn't do any endorsement, right, if I was Trump. But I could see if someone's saying, well, we can't lose Ohio, Republican, Republican, yay, right? I could almost see that one, but I don't see endorsements for people who don't need one, right? Right. No one, no one running against, no one now effectively running against LaRose, no one running against Yoast. Why? And then, and then Vance, of all people, Vance? Who had, who runs a um, who runs a um, uh, venture capital firm and on the site Naria they they show that they're, I forget the name of the company now I remember the his venture capital firm but they have it pretty pronounced uh, maybe it's changed now but they have where um, it's a medical firm a medical startup in California and guess what they're into yeah that's right that same technology that was used in you know Operation Warp Speed I think it's Right. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, but I mean, I, I think that's the other thing, right? Like, what is going on? How deep is, how deep is the darkness we're in? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, what is our Operation Warp Speed? And Trump's still saying it's the best thing in the, since sliced bread. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I, I was just gonna. Years ago, I, I, I could, you couldn't fathom what's happening now. It's yeah. hard to understand and to follow all of this. It's, it's strange. It truly is. Um, so let me share one thing real quick. Let's see if I can find it, if this is it. So you were at a hearing for House Bill 248, which was essentially uh, health freedom here in Ohio. And we had um, the chairman of that meeting was representative lit scott yeah. lit p yeah. scott lit yeah, yeah. <laughs> is make sure you call him representative yeah <laughs> Go ahead. so i have i made a little video because this is uh kind of when i was introduced to damon appel and i'll i'll, I'll share this little deal here this is america and there should be certain things that happen in government you know the government is we the people but some I feel like Representative Lips don't understand that. But here, check this out. Um, first thing I'd like to state is when you refer to representatives, you don't call them by their names. You call them representatives <laughs> if you ever present here again. I think you're extremely disrespectful. And I think you're trying to come and convince us to support your bill, calling us fascists, uh, liars, and that we're on vacation is a really interesting way to convince us to support your bill. So thank you for being with us today. You're excused. Excused. <laughs> you at that point did you have the rest of that did you have the rest yeah. of that because well i have should... i have some of it um okay here let me it, it's kind of me doing a oh okay well no no i mean i can fill people in i mean after that i actually st stood back up to the mic and I hang said, on once Undeterred, right. I, I'll just, I'll just say, yeah. Un, undeterred, I said. I'll let you have it. Uh, well, I, 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 
that was from a, a video clip I did after I watched sure. that. Sure. So, um, and I just kind of gave my little two cents on it. I saw you get up there and speak, and I don't think you were rude at all. So you made, you know, you didn't call them representative, but he he was very, he wasn't a very nice person. I don't, no. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and I, I undeterred at that. I, I stood up and I said, I just spoke calmly in the mic that you took an oath to the Constitution of the United States. And he says, oh, get this guy out of here. And I'm like, I'm going, I'm going. Right. You know, and and uh, the funny thing is, is, you know, you know, he actually had the transcript. Now, I changed it a little. When I do those hearings, I would tend to change a little bit um, based on what other people said. Like the beginning of my speech might be a little weird if you weren't there because they said, like, I'm very fond. I'm very fond of freedom because some guy came up there first on the other side, uh, on the other side saying he was fond of something. He was supposedly some expert. And I just like, um, well, I'm fond of freedom, you know? And right. But, 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 you know, they had the bulk of my testimony in writing and they didn't say, you know, like, Hey, Mr. Pell, before you start your speech, I notice you have, you don't have representative, uh, listed i think it was and the other one you don't have them you know marked by their title you better do that no they didn't say that he led me into that when you if you saw the hearing from the beginning all the way in the beginning he mentioned that whole thing he was very sensitive about that whole vacation stuff right like oh right. you know we were actually working some people are using this as a as a method of getting at us you know it's like no you're on vacation well <laughs> And you are not holding hearings when no one could actually do the hearings that we were in. Guess what? That's vacation. Now you might do some extracurricular work. Good for you, Scotty. But uh, <laughs> you know, right? So, but but here's another here's another terrible thing. Right? We talked about what people are doing now. Even good people, right? Uh, uh, patriots, um, people we would say are grassroots, the heart of the grassroots. You know, I mean, Scott Lips is voted back in right mm. i mean you know he's he he's he made it through the primary i mean it's sick it's sick it, I, I, I i i i'm having a hard time understanding how a lot of these politicians who are like that who who don't i hear a lot from other people from folks i talk to they think like myself yourself red rooster Right. They think like all of us, but they're too afraid to step out on their vote and vote with conviction. They just, OK, he's a safe vote. I'm going to go. DeWine's a safe vote. If, if I vote for DeWine, then you know what? I'm not going to get Whaley. Well, guess what, folks? DeWine yeah. is up in the polls by like 20 percent. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But it's a lot. 14 percent, I think, is the is the real number. But you're you're not going to save yourself by continuing to vote these same folks in you're voting in a rhino or you're voting in a Democrat. To me, that's one and the same folks. I don't know. Well, you know, it's, um, it's what do you want to do on the judgment day? Do you want to go before our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ and say, you know, I know I spoke out against this guy to why I know I was at protests uh, where people were about to lose their jobs uh, because they weren't going to stick something in themselves. And I was standing up for their rights. But, hey, when it came time to vote, well, you know, he's better than the Democrat. I mean, really? Right. Really? Right. Uh, you know, so, what I like to say, oh, real quick, what I like to say yeah. online when people do that is I like to say, hey, the Whaley locked down a city not the biggest of cities in Ohio, the wine locked down a state. So you tell me what's worse. Right. Right. There was a, a comedian, uh, Waylon, you may, may remember Jim Brewer. Oh, Have yeah. you guys seen Jim Brewer stand up? It's on YouTube. It's free. Anyone I can watch. So. Let me, I'm going to share just a little bit of it for everybody to see. And, and, and it goes into what we're kind of talking about right now. So here we go. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right.
This is great. Wow. Well, thank you all for uh, coming out and risking your lives. (laughs) (laughs) There's still people going, you're not really going out in public indoors, are you? Delta, the Omega, the Charlie Brown. <laughs> Stay inside. This is never ending. <laughs> this guy's excellent. Yeah. Holy crap. He's surprisingly clean in this one. <laughs> Doesn't get Stay in the basement. <laughs> Just stay there. <laughs> we'll come get you in a safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys have see, got to go watch that. See, you know, it, that makes me think of a couple things here, right? One, regarding comedians, right? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This shows how phony all the comedians are. You're, you're Fallon. You're uh, who's the guy on? Kimmel. Yeah, the mainstream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, this is comedy gold. What has happened the last two and a half years? I'm sorry, it's terrible, but it is also comedy gold because it is just mm-hmm. so ridiculous, right? Right. But now on the serious side of things, again, going to the points of what people are talking about with you know, oh, better wine because he's not whaley you know i'm like wait a minute do you remember do you remember when you couldn't visit your loved ones in the nursing homes you had to go and sit outside the window i mean did you forget that do you remember who was responsible for that and yes it was amy acton and yes it was a series of other largely forgettable health directors after that but it was dwine it it was dwine Yes. A lot of politicians like to, they like to look to their left and the right and go, isn't that right, Bill? Isn't that right, Linda? They like to do that because then that puts the uh, onus on them. No, you're the leader. You were the elected yeah. one. You can choose. You can decide on what to do. It's, it's, it's the buck. My name's Truman, right? The buck, uh, Harry Truman said, had that little plaque, said the buck stops here. It stops with them. And they need to understand that politicians are servants to the people and they're not really understanding that these days. They, they want to control you. They want to uh, take. I, I don't get it. I don't understand why this control mentality continues. No, it's, it, it's evil. It's pure evil. I mean, you yeah, know, I mean, this was a time. you know, uh, I think in the intro I had you say, yeah, also Church of the Exempted. And I haven't actually been able to do much then there might be a couple people that i left in in the cold here in the last couple of months just i've been busy with the move and everything and um I, my apologies to them but um i did write over 150 religious exemptions over the last year um wow. and and it takes a lot of time because it's not just copy paste and i'd help them with what they're submitting not just what i'm writing for them and the thing is is, you know, what I like to say is I'm not the type of preacher that's going to say, oh, maybe it's not the mark. Maybe it's something, it's not the mark, it's something else. You know what? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Mm-hmm. I like to say it's the mark lying in wait, right? You know, you know, it's it's either the model by which the future mark will be or as and we don't want to get into too much of this here i think of this platform sure. but i mean but i think you know or the contents of it and what 
is bound to happen, and we're even seeing some mainstream media reports on this now, what's bound to happen is going to reveal how evil it is. You know, So these people like the wine, they are evil. And I'm not saying Whaley is not evil. <laughs> Whaley is certainly evil, right? But, Definitely. you know, there is no better of two evils. There's, you know, there's just truth and untruth. There is good and there is darkness. That is, it's really come down to that these days. Um, you know, I, I, I think, I yeah, think God. that's being shown to all of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whalen has been preaching the word for a long time. What is this? Is it getting, do you think it's getting more evil whaling or do you think, you know, oh, yeah. has it always been there? We it's, just haven't noticed. Yeah, Internet's it's always, bigger. It's just getting worse and worse. And and, and actually, you know, you, you talk to different people. A lot of people are thinking great revivals are going to come. And yeah, you'll get moments in time where people gather more than normal. Um, but it always fizzles out and the world always gets darker and darker. I just want to go back real quick to what you were saying about those shutdowns and when people couldn't see their loved ones in the nursing homes. You yeah. know, so the, some of the darkest times is when certain people had total power. Look back through history when when people reached that total power moment where they could control everything. When I look back. And my dad was over there in Huber Heights at the assisted living center during the COVID time. Right. And everybody was so scared about what the nurses were going to think or the doctors or all their laws and their regulations about you can only be six feet. Matter of fact, that comedian, uh, Jim Brewer, talked about the five foot dangerous. But they six foot safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and this is a true story. The circles and the floor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this has made me one of the maddest I've ever been in my life. My dad was at the assisted living. I would go visit him during COVID, and then it got real tight on restrictions. And you couldn't be so far, you know, so close to him. And then he reached out that last day, and he was going to shake my hand. And the mm. rule was that if you had contact with him, you got too close that they were quarantined for two weeks. They couldn't come out. They couldn't do nothing. I was actually waving them at times through the window. And wow. I thought, well, I don't want to do that, Dad, because I don't want you to get in trouble and have them push you in the room for two weeks. And he died before I could ever touch him, shake his hand, hug his neck, anything. Man. If I had to do over again, I'd probably kick the door and run into his room, push every nurse out of the way, and give him the biggest hug that I possibly could. But we were all in that mode where you had to obey certain restrictions and do this and don't do that. And uh, to me, that was a test of what they really want to do and what they really want to control. And and the, the sad part is, is that most of the country, well, I don't want to say most, but a lot of the country fell for it. And they believed the danger. They believed how bad that they thought that it was. And then that fast one day, it's just over with. And you're thinking, how can something that deadly and that, that serious just all of a sudden go away? And I think right. that was a trial of what they're really wanting to do. And I think, yes, it's going to get very dark. And I think well, they're, 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 go ahead. No, it's, yeah, go on. Um, well, I was just going to, hungry. I was just going to say that. Um, yeah. That, you know, when you said most of the country, no, it was all the country. Um, you know, in 20, end of 2021, uh, 2020, 2020, I was thinking, you know, maybe for New Year's, I'll get away. I'll go to some other state. I'll go to one of these free, free states. I'll go to Florida. I'll go to Miami. I'll go to, you know, Tampa or something like that. You know, I looked and then, then I... I looked at, um, what's the other one? South Dakota. Uh, what's, what's her name? Um, can't think of her name. The other governor. Um, I know you're talking about. No, Christy Nome. Yeah. Christy Nome. Yes. Um, you know, so I looked, I looked in there, I looked at all the major cities, all the cities, all the cities had some sort of mask order and some sort of, you know, rule on distancing. And so 
when you think of this, right, these people haven't all just left. They're all still there. That's mm-hmm. one thing people got to realize. These evil SOBs, they are still there. And you have to understand they are going to go. They're going to go for this again. So now is the time to shine your light. Now is the time. You know, that's all the more reason why Ohio needs to vote right in Marshall Usher, you know, because it should show them, look, you might scoot by, you might get Nan in, you might get Mike in, but we're hot on your heels. So you better move fast, you fascists. Because I think that's the thing is, you know, like people, you know, oh, that's a whole nother topic here. And I don't know how much time, I don't even ask you how long we're going to be doing this, man. <laughs> I, I guess we're, we're, we're doing it for a little while. All right. So, you know, the the Republican State Central Committee, right? People were saying, oh, well, you know, we shouldn't um, we should wait until January to get uh, Paducic out, you know, and and I'm literally like, no, act now, act now, get him out, you know, move fast. Do not wait. Do not wait. And we saw what happened a couple Fridays ago. You know, it was well, you had um, um what's his face put up a phony thing that he retracts and uh you know and then it just went south from there i mean the point is is you need to when i think this is a principle of war right when your enemy is confused when your enemy is rushed that is the best that is the best place you want your enemy in that's where well, they folks put us just in. need to read the art of war i have it uh, right here, yeah. It, it's on the shelf. The art of war, folks. It, it's it's all in there. When when you're strong, pretend you're weak. When you're weak, pretend you're strong. All that all that good advice is in the art of war. Yeah. There was something when when you're talking about Bob Paducek, who is the chairman of the Republican Party in Ohio. I listened to uh, it was a radio show, Always Right Radio, with. What's all oh, doggone it? I forgot the guy's name. Um, Bob France. There it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was this past Tuesday. And he was with um, Jessica France. Jessica France. Yeah. yeah. Same, I mean, close, close to the same name. And, and she laid it down. She's newly elected to the Central Committee. And she laid down what actually happened out there. There's some folks that are being elected to central committee. And I think that's where you rebuild it. And I, you know, they're going to catch on to that though. Cause you know, these politicians aren't dumb. Oh, yeah. They're idiots. Right. And, and they, <laughs> they, they want to come after our freedoms, but they're, they're not dumb in the political sense is how to be a sleazy, slimy politician. They're not, they're not ignorant in that respect. They're ignorant in actually what freedom is all about. And, uh, but anyway, well, check that out. Ser- check- yeah. They're serpents, and we're told to be wise as serpents, harmless as doves, right? You know, that's. Right. Um, so let me, you were talking about the write in candidate. Let me play a clip of the interview you did with uh, uh, Marshall Usher. Real quick. I will go ahead and share that video. Stand by, folks. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Damon Appel with Marshall Usher, write-in candidate. Um, what are you planning to do strategically? Tip the odds in your favor because, right, they're loaded for the parties. And even the independent candidates, as we saw with Neil Peterson, have a hard time getting all the signatures, right? So what are you? what is your plan as a write-in candidate along with Shannon to overcome all this? So, great question. First off, you can count me in the uh, number of people that were hoping that you would throw your hat in on yourself. <laughs> so uh, we can get into that as well whenever we kind of talk about why I'm, yeah. I'm doing this. Yeah. But um, at, at the end of the day, I think what will make or break this thing is a couple things. One is how, how do we define winning, right? I mean, winning the election, like you said, is mm-hmm. a it's a tough it's a tough fight. It's a long, you know, yeah. a long shot um, to be an independent. 
let alone a running with. So I think the path to victory, or at least the path to success, is a couple things. One, it's building on the base and keeping up the momentum that we lost started with, with Joe and, yeah. and Fly Senate and his campaign. Um, you know, I joined Joe in October of last year. Um, you know, quickly became uh, part of his his trusted circle mm -hmm. and touring around the state. You know, we, we met a lot of really great folks that were just looking for a change. Yeah, and. Um, you know, those are the ones that we really need to reach out to uh, strategically. It's the, I think the number is what, 13%? Did you ever read Malcolm Glowell's tipping point? No. Yeah, so he, it's anytime you want to achieve, achieve mass market success yeah. in anything, whether it's taking a product to market or in yeah. politics, if you can get 13% of the market or the electorate to buy into what you're, what you're selling or yeah. talking about, then at that point, it starts to become self-fulfilling. So you have enough evangelists out there that will help spread your word for you. Um, so if we can get the get to the thirteen percent with the base, then uh, you know it's you know, the fighter's chance. You know, it's funny. I write down a whole bunch of questions. People never see them. Well, actually, my cameraman Eric's seen them. So <laughs> you know, when they're in the raw state, but I never do them in the order. You know, that, or rarely do them in the order. And um, you're in sales, right? I am. So uh, do you feel that that's something that's going to all right, so uh, I hope folks watch that video with Marshall Usher. I think you did a great job. Um, I'm very envious of the camera angles. You you had several camel, camera angles, and the edits were great. It was a great video. What was yeah, your experience I, there? Uh, what what's the, uh, what the what's my experience been with with the feedback with the feedback on these or? Yeah, or exactly. you want to know, but yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, it's been great. I mean, actually, so if you're familiar, I'm sure you are with Facebook groups and everything. You, so, you get when your group is healthy. Now, if your group is not healthy, if you have a lot of fact checks and all that type of stuff, and you're just letting the fact checks sit there, you're not pulling them down. You're, you know, and then your feed is like nothing. Then you may not see this stuff. But when your group is healthy, you see post reach as an admin, right? And then you also see a, a panel of what's happening. And you know, that video is up to post reach 4,200 and just under 2,500 video views. Hmm. Um, the Blystone video back in early April, that did 9,000 video views and 18,000 post reach. Um, all these, surprisingly, all of these, um, videos I did with the uh, Central State Committee candidates, uh, which was a great, you know, I I rushed, I did a lot of editing, the editing, editing wasn't as good on some of those with the audio sync, so I apologize for that, but that was a fun time, and I was going to interviews, filming them, editing them, and all that stuff, but a lot of those got 2,000, 1,500, some got, uh, the one with Stephanie Kramer, and um, um, Oh, he's going to kill me because I can't think of his name right now. But that one, that one, uh, Jacob Eilerman, um, that one did you got 3, it. 200, 3,200 views. I mean, that was, um, you know, so it is possible for us to use these wicked platforms. And please, people, if I, if I can convince patriots, grassroots out there, don't let the platforms win. You know what they're going to do. You know what they're going to censor. So don't say the words just because you have the freedom to say it and you're going to say it. You know, we, we know you're patriots. You know, you, you don't have to prove it to us. Don't lose your status on the platform. Use it. Use it against them because some, if, we, if we just stay in there long enough, like cockroaches, right, and, <laughs> and we build this... You never know when we're going to go, one of us is going to go viral, right? And then, and then once that happens, once the, once the fire gets out there, it's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. One of us are going to be out there, you know, and uh, that's, that's what we do. You know, it's in God's hands and maybe it won't happen, but it's a possibility. Do you ever think that you'll come back to Ohio? <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know in what fashion, but um, actually, I've been thinking. Uh, well, 
there's a number of reasons that I, I went down here. Um, like I mentioned one, but you know, also financially, I'm not in the best shape. So uh, I need to take care of some of that. But, you know, this election season, you never know, maybe it's worth driving up there for something. And, you know, I'll, I'll mention it now because I thought about it today. Because um, what was I watching? I was watching someone or, yeah, I think I was watching Sam McGuire's show. And uh, you're probably familiar with him. He's interviewing a lot of people on podcasts. And he was interviewing Marshall Usher. And mm. I mentioned something about trying to get, you know, a debate with Dwayne and Dwayne. Dwayne and Dwayne won't even debate Whaley. No. You know, what if, what if, about a, what if us patriots did our own debate? We'll debate all the write-ins, you know, you will host all the write-ins and that you know, the moderators, a great idea. Yeah. The moderators could be you, me, Sam, someone else, you know, uh, it would be interesting. And uh, see, yeah. I, I think that's a fantastic idea because w- when you're looking at these big politicians, they have millions of dollars, but what they don't have is the ability to uh, gather the grassroots folks to come out we're out here and we're ready to see new candidates we're tired of the dewines and the whaleys they're lipstick politicians and that's all they are they 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 really don't want to do and serve the people the best way that uh they can they're serving themselves essentially well man i thought you were going to say something and and there's more to that they need to look good. They need to look good in every shot. Yeah. You know what? Right now, my lighting is the best. Whatever. <laughs> we're going on with it, right? Right. Um, and it's okay. It's okay because it's the heart. It's what we're saying. It's our passion that matters. It's not how it looks. So you know what? We don't care if it looks a little scrappy and we have some writing candidates and maybe the right words weren't sent and it isn't super polished. We got some polish. I think some of us do, Matt. You, me, a lot of, you know, we have some polish. But I'll tell you what, we Marshall can do that. Usher, that yeah. with your interview that you did, yeah. that impressed me. That really yeah. impressed me. He, he he's, he's not, he's no slouch. He, yeah. He's got a brain. And, and yeah. that, that really impressed me, that interview. He's, you know, we may not agree 100% of the time. I can almost guarantee I won't agree on his abortion stance. However, I still think he's he's pretty bright, and he has a a constitutional mind. He has a patriotic mind, and I think I might be writing him in come November sixth. So, well, he 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 was definitely one of the better interviewees, right? In terms of right. you know, in terms of polish and you know and unexpectedly i didn't really because we were at his home right you know i don't think he's polished i think that's just who the guy is i mean at least that's how he came off to me yeah well you know what i mean by that i let me describe what i mean i really mean like ability to think on his feet maybe that's the best thing the ability to think on his feet and i there's a lot of people so i'm not dissing anyone but you know um one of the most fun interviews i did was with blystone but you know what one of my favorite interviews was with Rick Barron, who was running against uh, Dave Johnson, the treasurer of um, the state Republican committee. Went out to see him. And man, was that a fun interview. That was <laughs> such a fun interview. Um, what, was, so, what was so fun about it? Uh, just, uh, you know, his, his, um, his passion, just, just the way he spoke, just very openly and very, very, you know, and like when I asked him, you know, who the president of the United States is, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Donald J. Trump. <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> right. You know, like, and we had really been in, you know, 20, 30 minutes of interview. So it was just, you know, it was just so natural. Uh, I think that's, that's the thing that, that uh, made me enjoy that so much. Um, and I'm not taking away from any of the other ones. There's so sure. many great interviews, but I'm just saying like those, you know, so Marshall, yes, was, um, was very much, thinking on his feet, talking really solid, really, really solid. Yeah. Good deal. So I have something here from, we, we, we were talking about President Trump. Some would say former President Trump. <laughs> Let me, well, I know it's your Remember, 
Remember, it's always appropriate, even after they're out of office, to call them president of the United States, right? Exactly. <laughs> this is President Donald J. Trump. Last night. Is that last night? Yep. Then? That's last yeah. night. Well, if yeah. it'll play. If it'll play. They know I want to play it. That's why they're not going to play it. <laughs> Hmm. Well, that's 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 live, folks. That's live for you. Let's see if it'll... we can talk. Look at the, my pillow. There's Mike Lindell. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to play. They, they should show. That. He he should change his picture so now he's got like a hand reaching into his pocket to get his phone right. <laughs> <laughs> He, he he pulled up to a burger joint. He was like, uh, give me a number one. Hold on. Hold on. The FBI is here. Yeah, I'll take a Diet Coke. I mean, hold on. I'm trying to order my Frisco cheeseburger over here. Uh, wow. That, and then they got Dr. Frank's phone. Did you see that? Yeah. I don't know if anybody saw That's... that. Wow. Yeah. Rooster, they're coming to get your phone next. Whatever. <laughs> Mr. Appel. I appreciate you coming on Truman's Town Hall tonight. Is there anything else you want to leave the folks? No, it's been fun, you know, and, and thanks so much for bringing me into this. And, and it is funny that, like, you reached out to me after that two, HB 248 hearing, which I right. think was August 24th, I think, of last year. Yeah, and, I did. And we never, we never caught up after that. I'm like, oh, well, that would have been cool. But I think it was off to my next protest, uh, probably at um, – uh, Suma Health in Akron. I did those every week for two and a half months, um, so I didn't really have time to time to think about it. But um, but yeah, this has been very enjoyable. This has been awesome. So thank you for inviting me on. Appreciate yeah, uh, I was hey. gonna have because I do it the audio podcast. Go ahead, Waylon. No, I was just gonna say uh, Donna. She loved it too. You see her on there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Donna. Have no idea who you are, but. God bless you. Thanks for watching us tonight. Donna and Eric, thank you for watching. Um, yeah, I was going to, I do an audit. I have a face. Well, see, I got Rooster on there. I have a face for uh, audio, for radio, as they say. So I did a lot of audio podcasts, and I was going to bring you on, and things get the way things get, and it never happened. And I'm glad I, I was able to, get, this is a better form anyway, I think. Yeah. So I appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, to watch that Jim, was it Jim Brewer? Yes. Oh, he's funny. It's I got the 40 minutes. I'm going to finish the rest of it tonight when I go to bed. So he's Yeah, I got to go finish the rest of yeah. it, too. Good to meet you, you guys. All right, folks. Thanks for, thanks for watching.